Good evening, this is Mandy Bellings with KSOM and KS95 News. Rick Taylor of Davis Taylor Insurance, Montgomery County's representative for the Iowa Community Assurance Pool, which Montgomery County is a part of, delivered not-so-good news to the Montgomery County Board of Supervisors this morning. Tom Robinson has more on this. Rick Taylor says about three weeks ago, he received a call from an ICAP representative stating that they were in complex negotiations for reinsurance for the upcoming year. Taylor provided the board with the county policy changes that would negatively impact their budget. He says a property portion of policy is where the county will be affected the most. They're going to a 2% wind and hail deductible. And whereas on most of the property in the past, you had a uh, 5000 deductible. But now it's going to be 2% of the structure limit, not the loss, but of the structure limit. So you're talking about a very large deductible, yeah. especially like on the courthouse. And, uh, and that's, again, dictated by reinsurance, and there's no, there's no budging or adjustment. Now, Taylor says this is impacting every county. This means that 15-year-old roofs and older will be adjusted at a depreciated value, not a replacement. Roofs newer than 15 years will be adjusted at replacement value, less 2% for wind and hail. Uh, they're looking at an increase of probably 30 to 35%. And, um, and your question, Charlotte, I gave you another handout that shows loss ratio. This is loss ratio for Montgomery County. And the loss ratio for Montgomery County, you can see on the right-hand side, the property loss ratio is the worst. It's 162%. It means for every dollar they took in, they paid out a dollar sixty-two. Taylor recently heard from a reinsurance representative who talked about the recent convection storms in Iowa as primarily the driving forces in the reinsurance changes. The severity and frequency of the convection storms has just been um, off the chart. Uh, and reinsurance companies have lost huge money. And this is basically a move for survival. Um, the uh, uh, reinsurance, one of the reinsurance carriers for the county pools is called a PEEP, and they're basically a nonprofit pool and um, for um, governmental entities, not just Iowa, but other states also. But they mentioned Iowa uh, specifically as having uh, been detrimental to their overall results. And worse yet, there's probably 120 uh, ICAP agents in this meeting room. Uh, they mentioned three counties in Iowa, and Montgomery was the one of the ones they mentioned. And I'm sitting at my table going, oh, this isn't good. But every county is taking a 30 35% increase. So the counties that haven't had a bad loss ratio, they are also, because you're part of this pool, they are also taking the 30 to 35% increase. And, and rates. Taylor says he blames some of it on the public adjusters who sometimes pushed for roof replacement when they didn't need it. He says the industry is moving towards actual cash value in all roofs. He says he has some standard insurance companies that have already made that change. Taylor says the reinsurance issue is not resolved, but they have an agreement. He did not have numbers for the Montgomery County supervisors at this time. Taylor says we look at adjustments everywhere today, and the insurance industry has been dramatically impacted. He says the convection storms have put some long-standing insurance companies under financial stress, and others are going out of business. 
I'm Tom Robinson reporting. Cass County Engineer Trent Wolken told the Cass County Board of Supervisors this morning that bridge number 380 near the Anita Sail Barn opened to traffic this morning. And Wolken reported that crews should be finishing the decking on bridge number 319 on G30 west of Atlantic this week. plan is to have a subcontractor come in to tie reinforcing steel next week. It's supposed to take three, four days, which would open it up to be possibly poured the following week. Uh, so then now we'll be looking at, for the deck pour, we'll be looking at a weather window, and that's... What's the temp have to be? By spec 40 and rising. You have to keep that concrete at 50 degrees or warmer for 48 hours. Or Meanwhile, the box culvert project on 730th is complete. The culvert project on 720th Street should be open next week, and work continues on the box culvert on 700th Street northeast of Cumberland. On Monday, the Griswold School Board voted to activate the retirement policy for certified and classified staff. Griswold Superintendent Dave Henrick says an employee must be 55 or older by the start of the next school year. Certified staff must have at least 10 years of service to the district, and classified staff must have at least 30 years with the district. He says application deadlines are due December 22nd for classified and certified staff. For both groups, they have set a maximum of two um, people that will be allowed to take advantage of this opportunity. Um, And if there's more than two applications submitted in either category, priority will be given based upon tenure to the district. Henricks assumes the applications will go to the board at the meeting on January 15th. The retirement package for classified staff is 30% of their last contract, paid equally over three years. Certified staff received $24,000 paid out over three years. Henricks says the board wants to recognize staff for their service to the district. Plus, it gives the administration time to find replacements. And so I think that's one of the reasons why the limit was set on two. Um, Previously, I believe the limit was six. And so that was reduced to two. Um, Also, the deadline was bumped up um, a a couple of months. And the whole idea behind that is, is allow us more time to get ads out there and interview people and quite frankly, maybe beat other districts to the punch in terms of rehiring their replacements. Henrik says the challenge will be finding replacements, an issue other districts face statewide. Cheryl Dusenberry with Atlantic Golf and Country Club won the 2023 Scrooge Contest. The Scrooge Contest was created by Eleanor Hoover in 2002. Jackie Sampson and Karen Miller took over the reins in 2019 following Hoover's passing. Over the years, the contest has generated substantial monetary and canned good donations for the Atlantic Food Pantry. Jackie Sampson says the candidates raised another record amount this year. Last year was an amazing year of $29,560 and 813 food items. And you four right here, a week short of what they had to work with, raised $29,872.20 in cash. And you almost doubled the over doubled the food items of last year with 1,876 food items. Unbelievable. And what we always say on any campaign or any fundraiser, it's always about the folks who do it. And that's you four right here and the folks in your circle, your families, 
your business partners, your workers and all the things that they've done. But thank you so much for stepping up because Brad can attest to the need of our food pantry. Brad Osborne with the Atlantic Food Pantry said since 2020, their individual and household numbers have gone up about 315%. Our numbers have gone way up, but these kind of programs, you know, to thank you, uh, I, I can't thank you enough because these really directly impact people in this community that are hurting. And there's a lot. Uh, surprised me when I got involved in this six or eight years ago, but there's a great need and Every dollar, every item is going to be used directly to impact those people in need, and that's what it's used for, and I thank you all. Cheryl Dusenberry said she went to the Atlantic Food Pantry during distribution, and she said it was humbling to be there. It reassured me why I said I'd be a Scrooge candidate, because, and I knew that from teaching, but there's a lot out there that need it. So. Yeah. And it also is humbling to recognize how blessed we all are because food food insecurity isn't an issue in our, in our households, and it isn't so many others. You know, we, we sometimes wonder where our play money is going to go, and they're wondering where their food versus medicine is going to come from and the utilities. So we can't highlight enough the impact that you guys have had on what's going to happen this next year for the food pantry. Cheryl Dusenberry raised $13,414 and 323 food items. Chet Manili with Family Dental Center raised $7,540 and 680 food items. Ed Hamilton with Ed's Lawn Equipment raised $5,511 and 445 food items. And Dean Junker with Atlantic Pizza Ranch raised $3,406 and 428 food items. Cheryl Dusenberry will serve as the Grand Marshal of the Lighted Parade on December 2nd at 6 p.m. All Scrooge candidates will join Dusenberry in the parade as well. More news online at westerniowatoday.com. I'm Eddie Bellings with KSOM and KS95 News.